Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to The Daily Home Edit, the podcast from the team at Home Beautiful magazine. I'm Sarah Berman, the editor of the magazine, and today I'm joined by one of the industry's top property stylists in Sydney, who has not only years of experience as a home stylist, but is also CEO of a unique furniture for hire business and has undergone her own home renovation, which was so beautiful, we had to feature it in the pages of Home Beautiful magazine. Welcome to the HB studio, Amy Smith of Huntley & Co. Thank you very much for having me. Amy, take me back to the start. Were you always interested in home decoration? Oh, I always had a bit of a love of interiors and when I finished school, I was sort of tossing up whether I would go into fashion or interiors. I liked um, being involved or I wanted to be involved in design somehow or another and I decided interiors was much more my thing. So off I went studying and I was working in a homeware shop and got a bit Where of Where did you study, Amy? I studied at the White House, which was both a fashion and design um, college. It still is. And then after that, I started working as a property stylist. So that was quite a while ago now. <laughs> yeah, great. And so how many years have you been doing, had you been doing property styling before you launched your own business? Oh, I worked in property styling for about 14, 15 years before starting my own business. And did you work in real estate property styling at that angle or, or did you work, do any editorial work in magazines? No, well? it was always property styling for styling houses for sale, but the industry changed a huge amount in that time. It was quite a small industry when I first started and a lot of people didn't really understand what property styling was or why you'd style a house for sale. And it's obviously changed a huge amount between now and then. It's um, it's a huge industry now. Yeah, well, we're actually in the market to potentially buy a house at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, as the editor of Home Beautiful, we sort of I have an, a bit of an eye, I think, for what, you know, would be a staged house versus house that people live in and it seems to be there's a real variety of homes out there so there's people who you, you probably you know you can tell the difference as soon as you walk in if a house is completely staged yeah. often there's a bit of a look isn't yeah. there yeah, yeah I think the empty ones are always easy to pick because you walk in and the cupboards are empty it's a dead giveaway yes. <laughs> but there's a lot of homes that are partially styled so the owners might be living there and they just need to update a few bits and pieces and those ones are probably a little bit harder to pick as to whether the owners just really live with a very immaculate mm. sort of look and it's all very neat and tidy or whether it has been actually styled. So there is a lot of partial staging that, that happens in the industry And now. that's kind of the dream scenario, I guess, isn't it? Because you want it to feel homely but not too personal. Yeah, it's a real balance between having it feel like a home and not just like a showroom mm. uh, but not having too much clutter there as well. And so what is it that your business does yep. and, you know, how do you fill that gap? Yeah, so we are a little bit different to a property styling company. We're a hire company. So we don't go and do the styling. We just provide the products that people would need to style a house for sale. So we do a lot of work with vendors who might have built a house or they've got a bit of an idea for style and they really want to control the styling themselves. Um, so they come to us and they can choose all the bits and pieces that go into the home. So often when it's being styled by a professional, 
you sort of leave it in the professional's hands and they choose what's going in. Um, whereas if you come to us, you can choose all the bits and pieces. So, you know, whether it's rugs, cushions, art, mirrors, um, you can hire all those bits and pieces and select them yourselves. We also do a lot of work with property stylists who sub-hire their furniture and stylists in general who might need products for photo shoots or, you know, just to hire for a day or two for, for a corporate event. But mainly we do work with styling homes for sale. Yeah, great. And is that the insight that led you to set up Puntley & Co, that there was, it seems like there was either the full staging set up or not at all. Yeah. And when did that happen? When did you make that realisation? Well, I think there's always been a partial styling element. So you either style a house from scratch or you partially style it. But a lot of the styling companies that existed would come and do it all for you. You weren't able to choose the stock yourself. And I met a lot of vendors along the way who really wanted to be very involved in the selection process. But most companies aren't set up to let the vendor get involved. They don't have a warehouse that's um, vendor friendly. You know, it's not yes. um, public friendly to come in and choose things. So you really are sort of in the hands of a stylist, which works great for people who don't necessarily know what they're doing when it comes to styling a home for sale. But for those who do want to get a bit more involved, like yourself, if you were selling your house, I'm sure you'd want to get a bit involved if, if you had someone bringing furniture in. Mm. People can choose what they want. And then we also work, as I said, with property stylists who sub-hire the product. There's lots of property stylists who don't want to own their own stock because it comes with warehouses and trucks and logistics and all the rest of it. So we work with a lot of property stylists who come to us, hire the product. We still deliver it and install it all, but either the vendor or the stylist does the, the actual selections and styling. And do you have a big team? We do, yeah. So we've got a great on-road team who do all the deliveries. We've got a warehouse team and then I've also got a team who work in the showroom with me who help sort of look after the clients. But a lot of our selections are done online. So we've got a website which photographs all of the furniture and bits and pieces. So you can I love actually, the website. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you can select it all online as well. Yeah, it really surprised me just how much you can choose and select yourself from the, from the bigger furniture pieces down to smaller decorator items. Yeah, the smaller decorator items, we haven't put all of those on the website because it's very difficult to catalogue each stem of gum and small yeah. vase. But um, there's an accessories warehouse uh, where clients come in and they can select the smaller bits and pieces, but all of the furniture they can choose online. If I was a vendor putting my house up for sale, I think that might be one of the funnest yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, a lot of do. people quite enjoy the process of <laughs> coming in and sort of, you know, styling it probably how they've always wanted to, but maybe yes. circumstances don't allow with a young family or you know they know they're not going to be in a property forever so they don't want to buy a whole lot of products for one property that's not going to be right for the next. And don't they say too that the house is never really perfect until the day that oh, you even my own house. Yep, even my own property when I start when I sold it, I you know finally did all those last bits and pieces that I'd been wanting to do for ages. It's yeah. always the way. You tick off your to-do list at the very end. And as a small business owner, what has been your greatest challenge? Because oh, look, you're also a working mum as well, aren't you? You've yep. got a busy life and living in Sydney and Yeah, I feel like living in Sydney is busy for most people. That's just a, a bit of a state that we're in. Oh, look, it's a very seasonal industry. So we go from sort of February, March, April, where it's incredibly busy and lots of stock goes out and then winter gets a bit quieter and then spring sort of picks up and gets busy. So I think it's just managing the ebbs and flows of the industry. Mm. Having said that, it's the same ebbs and flows that have been for the last 15 years. So I'm aware of what they are, but it's always, um, you know, it's always a juggle when it's your own business, just getting 
staff and stock and all the rest of it right throughout those periods. And what do you find most inspiring at working at Huntley & Co? Oh, look, I work with some very creative clients and I've really enjoyed, um, previously my clients were ma- mainly real estate agents and vendors, whereas now it's more the stylists that I'm working for or working with, I should say. And, you know, they're great. They're great people. They're very creative. It's really lovely to see how they use the product and, you know, see how it ends up being put together, both with the stylists and with the vendors who are styling their own home as well. So I've, I've loved that. That's great. And what's your advice for anyone considering putting their home on the market? So the most important thing that they need to know from a home styling perspective? If they're living in the property, I think decluttering is really important and you sort of can't do anything until a home is decluttered. So it's getting rid of all the day-to-day things that everyone has, but you don't want to see when you're walking through a house that's being styled for sale. I think most properties on the market have had some element of styling done now, um, whether it's just decluttering or, you know, fully furnishing or introducing a few bits with they're existing. If you haven't styled or focused on presentation, it really stands out for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, sort of making sure the home's decluttered. Often when you're styling a house for sale, there's a bit less in it than what you would have if you're living in it. You want to think about the layout of the rooms and how people are going to flow through the property on the open day. If you've got a group of 20 people walking through, you need to make sure they're not falling over the furniture and how it's being photographed too. So it's it's really paring things back, not to a state that it's depersonalised and it's got no life, but to a way that is presentable to the general public who are coming through and seeing the property for the first time. I think most of us have a tendency to bring too much stuff yep. into our homes. Yeah. And then sometimes that process of editing it down is really surprising. I'm on a constant decluttering mission, but it's hard. So how do you, you know, especially if you're in a small home, do you recommend people hire a storage unit or is it, you know, what's the best way to, because yeah. you know, you may, if you're planning to go into a bigger home, yeah, you might actually, you might have the right amount of stuff. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. No, it depends on, look, if you're downsizing, you're wanting to go somewhere smaller, I sort of think it's better to get rid of it than to pay for storage, move it and then get rid of it at the new place. But it depends on what your circumstances and what your next step is. Um, there's some great storage companies out there which will, um, you know, deliver like a little storage box to you. You can load it up and then they come and take it away. There's a company called Taxi Box who do that and it's a great way to store and a very easy way to deal with um, getting rid of bits and pieces throughout the sale campaign. It's best not to store it in the garage because it means that people open the garage and can't see the back of it and they don't know how big it is. I've seen a few of those yeah. in my house hunting jeans. Yeah. Yeah. But look, I think uh, we're not meant to live in really minimal homes. It's not the way you sort of want to live on a day-to-day. But the way I always say to people, the way you style a house and the way you live in it are completely different. It's a bit of a different mindset as to how you want mm. to present it. But, yeah, I think storing things is, is the best option if you're going to use it in the next place. And if you're not, then move it on before you have to pay for storage and removal (laughs) costs. Yeah, I guess you want people to be able to see the potential of that home, to be able to imagine themselves there. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the most popular piece of furniture that people are hiring right now? In terms of style or... Oh, in terms of look? Yeah. We have a white linen sofa which goes out the door as soon as it comes in. We've got a, a lot of them, but um, <laughs> that's a very popular look in styling at the moment. It's very impractical to live with, but it yes. looks beautiful for photography. Oh, for a white linen sofa. Yeah. No, I'm never going to do it. But it really depends. I mean, 
often we have people who just need one or two items to present the house for sale and it might be something like changing a study into a bedroom just to prove that you can get a bed in there um, or it might be changing a sofa or a rug to you know transform the feel of the living space but I mean the white linen sofa is probably our most popular <laughs> we've also got a brass and glass coffee table which is stunning and goes out the door very quickly as well so <laughs> neither of those items surprise me actually yeah yeah <laughs> So, you know, Talking Property is a Sydney Siders favourite pastime. Yes. What's your perspective on the property market right now yep. and what's about to happen? So we are actually recording, we should say, in the lead up to Christmas. So yep. we'll probably be listening to this in the new year. Yeah. Spring's been really busy. So we're obviously at the tail end of spring now. I feel like because it was an election year, a lot of people held off and then the positivity in the market has sort of built over the last couple of months. So spring's been busy and I think that the next year is going to be busy at the start as well. I think we'll sort of hit the ground running in January. Um, there generally seems to be a lot of property that comes on the market after the Australia Day long weekend, which mm. is when school's going back and people are sort of starting to get in the groove of the new year. So maybe I, spent the Christmas holidays decluttering and yeah. coming <laughs> yeah. fresh to well, sell. Well, they probably reclutter with all the Christmas yeah, presents that's true. and declutter <laughs> after. Um, but yeah, look, I think I think the end of January, early February, we'll see a lot of a lot of property coming on the market. Great. Um, so Amy, let's talk about your own home renovation, yes. which was recently featured on the pages of Home Beautiful and also features in our House to Home Beautiful video series, which I'll add, I'll add that link to the show notes so anybody who wants to watch the videos can see and also um, check out Amy's beautiful coastal home online. Was this your first renovation or had you lived through one prior? We'd lived through one prior, but it was a two-bedroom unit without kids. So this was a bit of a different... <laughs> different ball, ball game. game. <laughs> yeah. So um, this was our sort of first major house renovation. And did you enjoy the process? I did. It was a juggle. People say um, building a house is stressful and it was stressful. We were... Um, yeah, it was a lot. We had a two-year-old and I was pregnant at the time and working and, you know, all the joys that seem to happen when you're pregnant, you sort of do everything at once. But it was, I learnt a lot from it and I would love to do it again at some stage, maybe not straight away, but... Um, still in recovery. I'm still in recovery. <laughs> but no, I did enjoy it. Yeah. So let's start at the beginning. When you were looking for your property, what was on the checklist? Did you know that you were looking for a... Renovation we project? did. Yeah. So um, my daughter was two at the time and we were starting to outgrow our apartment. So we wanted to find sort of the family home. We did have a bit of a checklist. I really wanted a north facing garden. My husband's a surfer, so he really wanted to be close to the beach. We wanted something that we could put our touch on. And we'd actually bidded a few auctions. The market was absolutely crazy around the time we were buying and had missed out on a few properties. But I think that all, you know, ended up the right way because what we bought is by far, you know, our favourite of all the places that we saw. Um, and it needed a lot of work, that's for sure. Can yeah. you describe what you first bought? Yeah, the, the house that we bought, the owner had lived there for 40 or so years. You couldn't really see the back fence in the garden for all the shrubbery and bits and pieces that were in it. It was very thick and very original. That's probably the best way of putting it. Um, I think that our house originally had an outdoor toilet and then there'd been a series of renovations put on the back of the house to join the outdoor toilet to the inside of the house. So it was sort of the original house at the front with lots of little extensions at the back. But we lived with it like that for about a year before we did the renovation, which was good. It meant we sort of could get a good feel for the property, get a really good understanding as to what we were after, get a feel for the street and the neighbours and all the rest of it. Mm. And then we launched into... Because one of the big mode. things too is about 
isn't it about um, understanding how the light flows into the house and yeah. how to ta- best take advantage? And you've got that beautiful north facing backyard, which is just a dream. Yeah, but you can really it. feel the benefits of that now. Yeah, yeah, mm. we did. I mean, the plan sort of changed over that twelve months as we were going through the process. So, what was your style vision at the beginning? Like, what in terms of like how would you describe the style of the home now? Well, we wanted something that was going to be practical for a young family. We're by the beach, so it had to we didn't want anything too formal or too stiff. It really needed to be, you know, sort of a bit of a relaxed coastal home. We had beautiful dark timber floorboards at our previous apartment, which showed every single grain of sand and bit of fluff on the floor. So we'd sort of learnt a few things from our previous <laughs> renos and decided that with kids, you know, we wanted rustic floors that you could put sand on and you could scratch and it wasn't going to show, you know, every mark. So we we wanted it to be a livable space that we could, you know, grow in and also for the house floor plan to be able to adapt a little bit as the family, you know, grew as well. Yeah, we've absolutely achieved that. Um, It's just beautiful. But in terms of adding living spaces and bedrooms, can you describe that process? So what those major changes were that you made? Because it was actually quite an extensive renovation. Yeah. It wasn't an update. It was knocking down. We only really kept one or two walls from the original house. So the original house had the master bedroom at the front and then you walk through into the lounge room and then the back was a series of renovated add-on mismatched sort of rooms so we sort of opened everything up at the back of the house we kept that front bedroom and that's now the downstairs guest room and then we put another level on with three bedrooms and two bathrooms upstairs but it feels it doesn't feel anything like how it was before the (laughs) ceilings were really low in the previous renovations that have been done to the property so we've lifted all the ceilings just to try and get as much light in as possible it is a pretty small block we're only on 244 square meters so it's it's a slither of land and we needed to try and get as much into it as we possibly could without it feeling too cramped. So keeping the ceilings high was key to making the rooms feel a bit bigger and a bit more open and then putting skylights and windows and those sorts of things around has really helped too. And did you live on site during the renovation no, or did you? Yeah, no, it's no. too big to live in it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Too big, too dusty and everything. <laughs> there wasn't a room that, you know, wasn't touched. So Yeah. So um, did you did you rent nearby? No, we stayed at my mum's and my mother-in-law's. They were very kind to have us. When you're looking at paying for mortgage, renovation, rent, it's huge. It's so, yeah. um, no, they very kindly housed us for and a few months and then we also went overseas for a, a little while, which right. was a nice excuse for a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Um, and how was the experience for the family? Was it frustrating not being able to be have your own space or... Was it an adventure that you all took on together? Um, we had to just think of it as an adventure because the <laughs> rent would have been the cost of a bathroom and we had three bathrooms to build. So we sort of said, <laughs> no, let's just buckle down and, you know, we'll have a few months living in limbo and then we'll have a beautiful home. So my poor builder, I was there every day up and down the ladders having a look at how it was all going. We were just so excited to get in there. So... So the completed home is just beautiful and having spent a day or two there, I feel confident in describing it as a really relaxed, calming and very thoughtfully executed renovation. Do you have any more updates planned for your home? We do. I feel like with houses, they're never actually done. There's always something else to do. So we've still got some joinery that we want to put in um, underneath the stairs and then also our garden shed. We're hoping to convert that into a little sort of home office. So It'll be like a mini version of the house. At the moment, it's just very much a shed. So we're hoping to make that a little weatherboard sort of cottage, I guess, out the back. Yeah, great. It is a very hardworking space. You've made fantastic use of all the space that you have. And it doesn't feel, you describe it as a small home, but it does not feel that way when you're in there. And I think it's for all the reasons that you've described. Like it's very, 
the, I mean, I've found that I, I live in a small space that also has very high ceilings and it definitely it makes such a difference. Makes a huge difference. Yeah. And then the natural light as well will yeah. help with that. Yeah. Um, but it's also really lovely that you've got that living space where you can sort of all have your own, you know, you can be separate. You could be in the kitchen and the kids could be playing in the yard and it's all sort of connected and you can see them. Yeah. Had you ever lived in a home like that or did, is this just a... Was it a nice surprise to see it sort of coming to life once you moved in? We always sort of wanted an open plan living area because I think it just works really well with a young family. We've got that guest bedroom downstairs, which I think one day will probably turn into like a bit of a teenage retreat mm. second TV room as the kids get a bit older. But we did really want something that was open and flowing onto the garden and, you know, a space that you could kind of open up and and work with. Yeah, great. What's your favourite area of the home? Oh, I do love the living area. It's, you know, obviously I was saying there's a north facing garden. So we spend a lot of time between the living area and the garden. The master bedroom was probably a nice surprise for us. When we went up, we didn't realise that we'd have a really lovely outlook out to the street, which is sort of a tree line street. So the master bedroom has got a pitched roof. Once again, it's not a huge space, but we managed to put the pitched roof in there, which really opened it up. Great. And then it looks out over the treetops in the street. So I love the master room as well. And after living through it, what advice would you give to anyone thinking of taking on a renovation of this scale? I would have been a little bit more organised at the beginning, but my problem was I kept on changing my mind on decisions. (laughs) So I'd say just to get as organised as possible with some of the big decisions before you get going, because the questions come in hard and fast from the builder as you're going. You've got to kind of be on your toes about joinery and door handles and floorboards and paint and all sorts. So um, next time I'll definitely be a little bit more organised with the decisions because there's a lot of decisions to be made. Yeah, and I guess that's one of the things that takes people by surprise, isn't it? Because there are so many things to decide upon. Yes. Um, And it feels like it would be almost impossible to think about every single doorknob and Well, there's things I didn't even realise we'd have to make a choice on until we were sort of going. Being organised can make a big difference just to the stress throughout the whole process. (laughs) think. And is this your forever home or are you itching to take on another project? Oh, I wouldn't say I'm itching to take on another project. I would like to do it again Still at some too stage. Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I did really enjoy it, but um, you know, it's a it's a lot of work and having the business only starting mm. about 18 months ago, that's sort of my focus at the moment, but maybe maybe another five, ten years. I think my husband would be happy if we stay there forever. Um, <laughs> you probably want to see the kids through a bit of primary school before. Yeah. Because life changes. It, it changes unexpectedly, doesn't it? Like yeah. you don't really know what it's going to be like yes. to live with teenagers until yeah. it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Although yeah. there's a lot of people in our street who have lived there for 40 years. So maybe we'll be the family that lives there for 40 years as well. Who knows? That would be lovely, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. it? Um, Amy, thank you for joining me in the HB studio today. It's been a pleasure to hear about Huntley & Co and also your renovation journey. Thank you for having me in. And that's a wrap for the Daily Home Edit. Please rate, review and subscribe and tell your friends about us. Catch you next time. nail salon and grocery store wait she's at the nail salon and the grocery store i'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store groceries through instacart delivered to my door i don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store 